Okay. So today we have Kieran, who is a professional dancer who has traveled with the world with Jasmine Bardeman Dance Company. He is also an experienced choreographer hosting dance workshops and teaching community classes. At the height of his career, he still returns to his secondary school to engage and inspire the next generation. He's high energy, fun loving, and a great friend of mine. Welcome, Kieran. Thanks for doing this. Hello, thank you for having me. Not at all. We met Kieran and I met really early on at school and our parents knew each other. We went to church or mum's school to the same church even still. So we still hear about each other um, just through the grapevine. So what do you remember of our first kind of experience together as our careers were? We went to a factory, a local factory to our school for our work experience week. And it was just the two of us and your dad drove us back and forth every day. So what do you remember of that? Uh, do you know, that was a, it was a really... It was a really great experience for me in terms of seeing where my dad had worked. I think it was 20 years he'd worked there at that time. So, you know, seeing the factory that my dad had been working at. And yeah, like, I think at that point, I was still trying to choose my career. I didn't really know where I was going at that point. And getting to see it was very interesting for me to, to know that th these opportunities were on my doorstep. You know, this factory is right outside Girvan. The one thing that I, I would say is it really made me realise that I needed something more high energy. Being there and, and experiencing how they work was was really it was valuable um, even to this day. But and I think yeah. that's a really valuable thing as well when you're at 15 to realise what directions you don't want to go in. Let, yeah. This was a great opportunity. I would never have known that I didn't like this. I can move yeah. on and be why I don't like that. Yeah. Um, so that's equally as important when you're just starting out. Um, yeah, so we went back to school after having that experience. I loved that experience. That was kind of the big start for me of, wow, this is going on, as you say, right by our door. What an opportunity. I could, I could have seen myself living, working there and living in that situation. So that was my first start. But neither of us were very academic at school. We had really supportive parents who were keen for us to do really well. And our, none of our parents went to university or did anything straight from school either. So what do you remember of that? And do, do you remember feeling like you weren't academic and that was going to hold you back? Or kind of where did you go from there? Is the fact that my parents have been so supportive, so I've had the freedom to just say, oh, I'd like to try this and I'd like to try that. But I, I never remember being, um, yeah, I remember always, I put in the effort and I was prepared and I was happy to go in there, give it my best shot and, and see how that went. Yeah, so, and I, I think that's a lot of, if you feel your support at home and you know what you're good at, then yeah. get doing as good well as you can in a subject and getting an, an average grade or whatever it's a learning process you see what your limitations are you can move on from that yeah do you remember your first ideas of a career and where they came from and who kind of inspired that i i guess it was um an aeronautical engineer which seems crazy for me to say wow i did yeah i didn't even know that yeah so that like and I, I don't know, I, it sounded fancy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I think it was, I, I, actually, I really loved physics when I was in school. Like, you know, my favourite subject was probably music. But then after that, it was somehow, I just loved physics and maths. Those two just kind of always interested me. And from physics and maths and, and a bit of a love for cars and, and motor and engineers and stuff, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to try for aeronautical engineering. And also, you know, it was one of those things where people were starting to ask you at that age and I was like okay I've got to have something to say and at that point um, dance hadn't really came into my life. If someone asked me do you 
what, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I need a nautical engineer. And then maybe I, I kind of changed the subject. And that for me hinted that it wasn't a passion. You know, like I, yes. I, I think I was very, I, I was very set on the fact that I was going to pursue a passion. But mm-hmm. a aeronautical engineer was something that I could put on paper. You know, I could say, ah, oh, like I, I think I'm good at this, and I think I'm kind of good at this. So let's let's see where that takes me. But when I when I discovered dance, you know, it just it snowballed out of control. It was one of those things where I just started, and all of a sudden I got wrapped up in it, and yeah. Mm. So would you say that you didn't go off the idea of being an aeronautical engineer? Just your path took you towards dance, stronger yeah. a stronger pull. Yeah, totally. I actually just wanted to dance and that was it, you know, so I went into the dance studio in the school and and started dancing, you know what I mean? And and from there, I guess that's where it starts, you know, is in that little local dance studio in the the school and from there, yeah, it goes somewhere. Yeah. So you said you want, you always knew you wanted to follow a passion and you wanted to travel the world. Where do you think that came from? I, I don't know where I got it from. I think when I started dancing, that's when I realized that travel was essential, you know, because I, I was meeting dancers from all over the world, mostly in Asia, who were traveling to Europe, because Europe is essentially the, the dance hub, you know, all the, the dance companies are based there where you want to be based. And I guess seeing these dancers just moving all the time, and it's nothing to them, you know, they were just like, I need to be here for work. So I thought, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the epicenter for that, you know, so I'm really blessed to be in the area that I'm. I stepped away from dance a little bit right now just to, to give myself that time to travel and grow. And, you know, it's, it's been an incredible experience. Yeah, that's amazing. And where, who was the first mentor? Do you remember a person or a situation once you were, you'd focused on dance and you kind of knew it was your passion, but how to progress in that? Who was your mentor from, the, from those points? So very first person for me was Trish Newmarch. Um, still working at the school and I spoke to her recently and, and it's we always catch up whenever I'm home or even through through social media. Trish and I keep in contact. She's been incredible all the way through. And um, then when I, when, I, when I started Dance, Why Dance were the, the kind of dance body in Scotland who take on youth dancers and they help them follow, follow their dreams. And, you know, they, they help them. They really, from a young age, they... They helped to say this path is possible, you know, from just dance classes. And actually, the, the first thing was for me an all girls dance class, all girls dance class. And I was yeah. like, I'm the only guy. I don't care. I want to do it. And they bent the rules to let me in. And, and from there, it, it, yeah, it started working. But um, yeah, Trish was a huge, huge turning point in, in my life because she, she essentially introduced dance to me. And I was like, OK. And she gave me little hints, you know, she was feeding me little bits of of knowledge here and there and telling me go home and watch this dvd of dance and and go and see this and then take me to the theater with it on school trips and whatever and yeah so that for me was was huge without even knowing at the time it was no it was just a oh yeah i'm just gonna mess around in the studio dance a little bit and and you know it turned out to be huge what would you say your your mentorship situation is now like do you still use mentors you've worked with an awful lot of people just from your your way of working um how do they kind of go into your day-to-day? So I guess, um, you know, I, I think they've, they always have been and they always will be there for me. You know, when I, um, when I got to my first dance job, that was with um, Two-Faced Dance Company and that was actually through Y-Dance, you know, one of the, the lecturers there said, um, could you, um, I remember her name, Yvonne, Yvonne, and she messaged me saying, Kieran, there's an audition coming up for an all-male dance company you should go for this. And, you know, I, I was still in college and I thought, I'm not good enough to go for this. Like, she was like, just go give it a try. And I went and I got an apprenticeship with the company 
was with the company for a year and then started working professionally for the company. And then after that, I, you know, I, I moved away and got my, my own, found my own path. But then every time, you know, I came back to Scotland thinking, oh, this is going to be time off. You know, I'll get some time off in Scotland. And people contacted me constantly. And, it, you know, I, I was really blessed to have this. But um, it was just Scotland is a very small dance network. And the mentors that I had, the, the people who I was like growing alongside were, were saying, oh, Kieran's back in Scotland. Would you, this company's looking for dancers or would you like to do this? And, and you know, it was just great to have constant names coming my way or people saying the same names over and over again. Oh, this person from Y Dancer, this person from this place contacted me and said, you're around, would you like to do a project? And that for me was, was amazing. You know, I, like I think my first few years of dancing, I didn't take any time off. I worked through Christmas and New Year, turning to China over Christmas and New Year. And, you know, it was, it was full on, but you know, at that time I really needed that. And it was, it was incredible to have that there. What do you wish you had known with regards to careers and mentorships at school that you now know now, but didn't at the time? It's not as scary as it seems and try everything. Also, that is the biggest thing I think you can say is try everything because you know, you're never going to know. Like you said at the start, you know, having those options to say, I don't like this or I do like yeah. this, it can come out of, it can come out of the blue and all of a sudden you think, whoa, I didn't think of this. Oh, I'm a freshman dancer. What? <laughs> you know, yeah. it just hit. And yeah. So I would say go for everything. That's it. Just simply try all the opportunities that are there for you. Talking on positivity, how has the virus affected you right now? So, as I said, we were traveling for almost a year and um, having the best time. And then the virus struck and it struck quite close to where we were in, in India. And I guess we, we saw that happening and thought maybe it's best to go home. So we looked on, a, on, on, a, on one of the websites and booked a flight home, you know, and I think that's where we knew it was, we were meant to come home was because we literally looked and then booked. It was, it was, there was no second thinking about it. It was just, yeah, it brought us home. And that has, has been like hitting a brick wall because we went from traveling every single day for a year to boom, now we stop and we can't leave the house, <laughs> really. But yeah. it's been a, the biggest probably change for anyone has been for you and Silk, uh, your partner, has been, it's such a radical change. You did not I, expect to be here right now. No, not at all. But I must admit, it's, it's actually a very welcome change. This has given us time to relax yeah, travel is very valuable to to make you realise how you can how you can exist. You know how you can learn to make money with what you've got and and finding passions that you didn't realise you had. Um, yeah. So even your journey from flying from the UK for the first to go to Vietnam and yeah. has changed. Never mind your journey from leaving school to now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's you know like life sometimes changes so fast and and I think sometimes you can be worried about things you know sometimes especially I know I know leaving school like there, there was certain worries that I had you know go, going in going go to pursue a, a career in dance you know like dancers are never like they're always said to be just constantly working and taking jobs in cafes and, and stuff and you know I like I, I got a little bit worried about that but then quickly realized you know if that's what I've got to do to do something that I love then that's what I've got to do and I realized that that's not a bad thing. And I remember you always had big ideas when we were at school. Uh, both of us kind of knew we wanted to go out and do different things and um, 
loved her upbringing but wanted to go and see what else was out there in the world and yeah. it's worked out completely different for both of us but I'd say yeah. we're probably the happiest people um that we know in our world and we're we're grateful for what we've got and looking to uh, move and enjoy life and find out what works for us so it's, it's awesome to hear you're doing so well yeah. I think that's that's something important sorry that you just said is being grateful for what we've got you know something that we've discovered when we when we travel is is there are a lot of people out in the world who do not have these opportunities and you know we're, we're so blessed and and I think yeah. it's it's important to not take anything we've got for granted and just be grateful for what we've got you know yeah, yeah. we have so many things around about us and you sometimes forget that oh I want to go and be a mechanic there's a mechanic in the town go yeah. speak to them go talk about it oh I want to I want a career in beauty you've got youtube you've got all the opportunities there's beauty salons everywhere go ask about it go ex get excited about it with someone who's excited about it also and has a passion for it also there's so many options to you teachers are fantastic they've got access to so many different things and materials that you could use um the internet is fantastic for finding out just actually i might want to be an astronaut what does that mean what would i need to do about that so it's only a good thing and there's support there if you want it. You just need to go and find it. I think that's the hardest bit, especially it's, in your school. It's, it's finding it and, and also having having the guts to approach someone also, I know that it's so hard and people always say that it's easy for me, but approaching people can, can be like daunting at the start. You know, you uh, you don't want to go over to this, you know, whether it's your local mechanic, just to say, yeah. uh, like you're embarrassed just to ask or say that I want to be a mechanic or, you know, the most famous dancer you've ever seen. I have I have been in those positions and I have gone over to those people and said, "Hi, I'm a dancer." And actually, college um, my college lecturers had a, a joke that they used to call me, "Kieran, have you seen my showreel?" Because I used to, I used to put me like I, like I, I, if I I could sell snow to an Eskimo as as the the person who dancers now come to or travelers come to and ask, it makes us feel great, you know. So that that mechanic that you're going to approach or that hair, hairdresser or whatever whoever you're approaching is going to feel privileged by someone saying I'm interested in what you do and I would like to learn more and and you know the worst thing they're going to say is oh sorry I don't have time right now maybe maybe later but the, the best that can happen is ah yeah here's a pair of scissors and go cut some hair you know like maybe you're offered an apprenticeship somewhere or you're given an opportunity just to learn and I, I think it's scary sometimes but just think these people are human beings you yeah know? And I also think if they don't have an immediate opportunity, if they can't take you for a week's work experience or they can't give you time that, at that moment, information is so important as well. So just having a chat with them, not putting any pressure on them and saying, hey, I'm really passionate about this. What do you think I should do next? What do you think? What is your experiences? How can I get into here without saying, hey, do you have a job? Is really important as well. And I think you're right that if you have a passion for it and you find someone maybe less who has less information or is younger asking you you're more than happy to give any information that you can to make their road easier because your road wasn't easy to begin with when people come to you now because you are the professional dancer the the dream that so many have when they come to you and say hey have you seen my show reel or whatever whatever they decide to say what do you greet them with what do you think is the most important thing to give them at that point so I, I think um, it's important important to, to kind of nurture what they give you. I, I, like, de I definitely I take the time to reply. And, and the thing I tell people is is constantly be proactive. You know, so before like the the, the hardest thing leaving college 
and then trying to find a job, that gap is the daunting gap that no one wants. And it's so hard to, to, to hit the ground running, you know. I, my, my plan was before I graduated, I was going to be auditioning and I was applying for jobs that I shouldn't have been applying for, you know, the, the biggest companies in the world. I was like, yep, I'm going to go there, you know, so I send them my showreel, I send them it. But I, and I give that advice to the, the college students when, when they approach me for information or send me showreels. I give them feedback and I try to give them in-depth and quality feedback. Actually, something you said in there is really interesting because we've never talked about professions to each other before, but that's exactly what I did because I knew as soon as I was in an environment, so in an office or in a factory, then I could speak to everyone and they would have more information than I could find online or from anyone else in my lectures or from at home when my parents didn't know. So my time was spent. I mean, I did all my studies and everything as well. But a lot of my time was spent by what kind of industry do I want to start in? Let's go there. Let's go see. And I was in three different industries before I even fell out of university at the other end. And I learned that one was definitely what I wanted and two, maybe not. So yeah. you've got your idea before you even get to the scary, scary bit of, oh my goodness, I've graduated. What do I do next? Yep. And that's so valid even at the other end of being in fourth year at school and thinking, I'm not sure yet. And I've, I've got two years. Because although you need to, you, you find your passion and you find your, the place that you're passionate in, the job that you're doing day to day might not be that bit that's passionate, but you need to get through that to get to the next stage or you need exams to take. And there's a lot of things, you'll have done the same, you'll have taken on jobs as a dancer because, well, it was a good opportunity, but maybe it wasn't the exact dance you wanted or the exact kind of environment. 100%, yep. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that, is, that is life, you know, you, you, you live and you learn, you, you take on something, you say, ah, oh, this is it, you know, this is, this is for me or this isn't for me. And yeah, like, you know, I, I got to my, my, dream, my dream job was in the company that I, I finished with before we started traveling into the dance industry. And this was a crazy piece of knowledge, but I think it's so important for every single industry. Like, it's, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. As a professional dancer, the best dancers don't get the job. Yeah, it's the people who are easy to work with. So I walked into the dance studio. I remember going into my first edition, being so terrified because seeing these guys who were like ballerinas or, or just had the most incredible technique, but didn't say a word to anyone. They were just like, oh, I'm here and let me just do my thing. And I was like, oh, this guy's amazing. Watch me get cut in the first round and, and him go on. And you know, I remember the guy, I could actually picture his face in my head. He got cut in the first round and was so shocked, stormed out of the studio. And I, and I didn't know why. And, and actually, I ended up getting the job. This was the first job I got. And asked them, I was like, what happened to this guy? And they were like, no one would work with him. Like, you put them in the studio. And, you know, it's, it's with any work environment where you're asked to work alongside people, no one works to work with someone who, who's not a like personable you know who's not a, a great energy to be around you know I'm, I'm not saying that people have got to go in and be like hey 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 you know like crazy but just you know being being approachable you know actually i got my dream job you know the the job that i they mar the, the um rehearsal director she said that i had got the job before we did anything um because it was an open edition i think there was uh, a couple of thousand people turned up and I was the only person who walked in the door and said, ah, good morning. And I didn't know the girl at the time, but I walked in, I said, good morning. How's your day being? Like, you know, is like, and you know, she said, I, I, I told the, the choreographer, I told Jasmine, I want to give you the job from that point on. She hadn't seen me dance, but she just knew that I, like, you know, I was going to be 
at least at least I would come into the studio in the morning and say, "Oh, good morning, guys. How's it going? You know, if I if I got on stage and made a mess, you know, at least at least it's nice to work with. <laughs> you know, that's amazing, and that's so true of so many things. If you've been in an environment before, do you have um do you remember a mentor or a person in your life who was like that? who was always cheery in the morning and who brightened your day. Have you taken that from an experience? Um, I, well, I, I guess I, there's a lot of people. I mean, Trish, for me, like being, being the first dancer, I mean, I mean, Trish is always high energy. And I guess there's a lot of people. And I think also it's maybe I can't remember the, the people exactly because I, I think we're, we're affected by, as you said earlier, like it's, we, we're a combination of everyone that's round about us. Yeah. And I think the people who have been like that have been stored within me somewhere you know like the people i've been inspired by every single one of them and they're all doomed they're all in there somewhere and within that's my so body true. that's and so true and, and i must say like i worked so one of my experiences i asked to work in a in a factory a, lo a, a separate local factory than what we had been at work experience and your dad worked there at the time and he was the guy that was like good morning how are you and i was so relieved he's like hey how's it going i was there for 25 minutes and i was like looking at my watch like ah they're gonna think i vanished oh my goodness i'm just here for a jacket but he was just getting the news and like making sure i was fine and making sure everything was all right and then had i been for the induction and i'd been did i know where the canteen was and i think that's so true of everyone you don't realize your personality round about you and who you absorb all this information about but um I think that's really important just being yourself and that's one that I've got a three-step rule that I've kind of lived with forever and a day but until now I've not really acknowledged it as a three-step rule um, yeah. and it's learn who you are and stick to it that's the first rule and yeah. that's what we did throughout school we just tried to work out what we wanted to do and who we wanted to be and who we wanted to kind of encourage within ourselves and our pathways that we took um yeah so I think that's that's amazing that your first ever job that's so poignant your first ever professional job um that you auditioned for was because of your personality and who you were and and what you yeah. stood for before the dancing i don't think that's a really good evidence for somebody who studied dance <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's i think the world works and no one tells you that no one tells you that if you have a good interview if someone likes you because of your hobbies or because of the way you stand or because of what you stand for um that might give you an edge compared to your exam results and and yeah. what your experience is and who you, what school you went to and and all these different other other things that but that's amazing thanks for sharing that that's what i'll i'll remember that i'll definitely um keep that in mind the next time i'm going into a room of over like how many people were there uh I, for my first job there was probably like five or six hundred people there you know and 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 for for dance especially the numbers are through the roof they, they have thousands and thousands of applications for one job and yeah like you know like you, you can if you look at it that way you know if you're if you can really put forward who you are if you do something that you love you love what you do and you you do what you love you know it's it's a it's one of those cycles that it just it works you know you if you're passionate about something it shines through and you know all those people who like send in like the the thing that's just exactly perfect and they tick all the boxes but if they don't have the personality if they don't have the if they're not showing that they're passionate for it you know if you're dancing to, to make money or you're whatever you know it, just tell people that you're passionate about it and yeah a big saying that they say in dance is also fake it till you make it you know what i mean if you're not passionate about it you know what i mean tell people tell people you're passionate about it put on a smile and one day you will be passionate about it you know but i think you what you're passionate about 
becomes very obvious once you do it. Thanks for having this interview and opening up your your life and your career so far. And um, this is hopefully going to go out to peoples of of the area of Garvin and, and beyond. And I hope that um, it's inspiring to see that we were in the same year. We did the similar things right up until the end, and we both did sciences. And then you you went off to do the inspiring thing of dance, and I went off to to find an engineering department that I liked. 